0: Praise the Lord, everybody. Let's all stand. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. But I come to have church, amen? Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap. I've come to have church. Man, God wants to touch you. God wants to move on you. God wants to heal you. God wants to save you. Man, God's waiting on you, amen? I don't know about you, but I'm coming running to him, amen? Amen. The guy that won me to the Lord wore tennis shoes to church. Somebody said, why are you wearing tennis shoes? He said, because when the rapture takes place, I want to jump higher than anybody else. I want to be the first one out of here. I don't know about you, but I want to worship God. If he comes back during this service, I want to make sure I'm worshiping him. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap as we began to sing.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's keep that going right now. to bless the Lord today. Come on, how many of you came to bless the Lord today? Say, I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord. I will praise His name. I will praise
2: His name. I will bless the Lord. I will praise His name. I will praise His name. For the rest of my life.
1: Why don't you give God a shout right now? Why don't you give God a shout right now? Because he's so good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you are glad to be in the house today? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God, for your grace.
2: I stand Christian, with Christ is solid rock beneath, on earth other ground is sinking sand. I stand On Christ is solid rock beneath, on All other ground is sinking sand. On Christ is solid rock beneath, But by the grace of God. On Christ is solid rock beneath. The ground is sinking, said, on Christ the solid rock, I stand, not by the grace of God. On Christ the solid rock, I stand, on all the ground is sinking, said, on Christ the solid we sí, sí. sí, sí.
3: a shout of praise
1: to jesus keep clapping your hands under jesus can we lift our voice and say thank you jesus can we lift up our voice and say thank you jesus for your mercy thank you jesus for your grace thank you for hearing every cry every prayer that we've ever prayed thank you for delivering us thank you for healing us thank you for saving us Thank you for showing yourself strong. Come on, church, lift up your voice and thank the one true God for His grace and His mercy and that we can be built upon Him. Hallelujah, Jesus. At this time, you can keep clapping your hands, you could be seated, but this time of worship is not done. If you want to sit, sit. If you want to stand, stand. But we're going to come before the Lord as a corporate body preachers keep playing that keyboard pastors traveling right now how many love our pastor Amen. hallelujah let's continue to pray for our pastor that he recuperates He's strengthened. He and his wife get a greater bond, a greater vision. They come back with more energy, more vigor, and a fervent vision for this church, for this city, in this last day. Can we clap our hands? Can we agree on that? Come on now, church. It's not time to sit down. It's time to go before the Lord in prayer. He's going to answer what we ask for. We're coming to seek. We're knocking on heaven's And Jesus hears everything that we say. Does anybody in this building have a need? If you need a job, you come up here right now. If you're depressed, you come up here right now. If you're sick in body, you come up here right now. And you believe that when the elders of the church lay their hands on you and anoint you with oil. Missouri was given two weeks to live but Brother Abel was given a little bit of time to live and here he is right here today. Come on Sister Isha, don't stop playing that. Does anybody in this building believe? Does anybody in this building got faith to believe that God can answer a prayer? Jesus, we come to you right now, God. Lord, some of us are hurting. Some of us are scared and somebody in this building is bound by fear and fear is not of God. He's given us I pray right now you release that person bound by fear, depression and anxiety and guilt God let your healing power move throughout this building right now keep your hand on our pastor keep your hand on his wife bring them up stronger than they've ever been God move and operate in this building right now in the name and the power and the might of Jesus Christ of Nazareth
3: the name of Jesus, hallelujah, any time of the day, hallelujah, hallelujah. we love to call the name above all names, hosanna in the highest, let our king be lifted up, hallelujah, we love you Jesus, continue to worship God in this place,
2: hosanna Love
3: free indeed. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
2: Who am I that the highest king would welcome? I was lost, but he brought me in all his love for.
3: You know, the prodigal son said, how many servants in my father's house have enough bread and to spare? If the servants have enough, how much more the children? If you're a child of God, you're a child of royalty today, and you've got more than enough because my God's been good to his children. Hallelujah. We're going to have the ushers come forth this time as we continue our worship and our offering and our Hi, we have a couple announcements. February twenty third at seven thirty p.m. There's a section five rally at Abundant Life Church with Brother uh, Ron Roberts will be preaching that rally. And that will be February twenty third at seven thirty p.m. And so be there. If you have any more questions, talk to Brother Adam or Sister Tanya Martinez. Also, you see these medals and these trophies up here, our young people. Some of these, which are our ushers, went out and uh, participated in Bible quizzing. We had our experience team that got first place in Bible quizzing yesterday. And our intermediate team got second place, and there are several awards there. So let's just pray for this offering right now. Lord Jesus, we thank you for an opportunity to give back to your kingdom. We thank you, Lord, for blessing us abundantly. We pray that you multiply it. Lord, let it be used for your glory, for your kingdom. God bless you in Jesus' name. God bless you as you give.
0: in the house of the Lord. I'm excited to bring to this piano and then the pulpit Brother Ryan Swit, wonderful young minister in our church. I'm so thankful for our young ministers. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap as he comes.
4: Oh, praise the Lord. This might not work. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, praise God. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. I'm glad that the blood still works. Even when the mic stand doesn't, the plug, the blood still works. Amen. Amen. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Matthew. Praise God. Amen. So glad to be in here today. It is a wonderful thing to worship the Lord and be in his presence. Amen, amen. Praise God. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 26. We'll begin reading at verse number 36. Matthew chapter 26, beginning at verse number 36. Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane, And saith unto the disciples, Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then saith he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. Then he cometh unto the disciples, and findeth them asleep, and saith unto Peter, What? Could ye not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away again the second time and prayed, saying, O my Father, if this cup may not pass away from me except I drink it, thy will be done. I want to focus on verse 39 when Jesus says, Oh, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. I want to try to preach to you for a little bit today, try to feel some things out. But I want to talk to you about what happens when God's will is done. What happens when God's will is done? Praise God. Would you put your Bibles down, and let's just pray and ask that the Lord would touch us and speak to our hearts. Praise God. We ask you in Jesus' name. God, I pray you would erase me. God, make me disappear. I pray in Jesus' name you would speak to us today. God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, come on, let's pray and ask God's will to be done. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, sift through the empty words. Get down to the heart and the core of the matter today, God. We want your will done in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, let's pray to him. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God. God bless you. You may be seated. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. The great things that happen when God's will is done. It is something that stretches the mind a little bit when we consider the full implications of what Jesus said While he was praying, and I want to tell you now, I might preach a little slow, but I'm not going to preach long, and what happens today is going to depend on you. Jesus actually said in his prayer, being very sorrowful and very heavy, he said to his disciples, my soul is exceeding sorrowful even unto death. Please wait here while I go over here and pray. The reality of the moment was bearing on him so strong as, as he knew in his life that everything he had done was just laser beam focused to this point, and every step he had taken and everything that he had done, all of the words he taught his disciples, the miracles he performed, everything. Absolutely everything in his life was just pointing to this moment in time, and finally it is here. It's not tomorrow. It's not the next day. But now the struggle truly begins. It, the, the epic, the apex of that point in time, the, 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 the tip of the spear is now there, and Jesus starts to feel the full weight of the, of the burden of what he's about to do. And in prayer, he actually says as a true, authentic human being, a man, praying to God, if there is any way to take this from me, please take it from me. If there is any way, I want you to think for a few moments about the consequences that prayer has for you and me that Jesus would actually say in the full authenticity of His flesh and in the, and the just the immense things that He is feeling in that moment, God, if there is any way I don't have to go through with this, please take it away from me. Don't make me go through with it. How hopeless a place would we be today if Jesus Christ had that prayer answered. I want you to think about that for a moment. That all of the things that we deal with and the blessings that we receive, all of this is hanging in the balance with a man that would say, God, if there's any way, don't make me do this. It's because of what He said next that you and I can stand in here today Washed in the blood of Jesus, forgiven of our sins, full of the Holy Ghost, full of his favor and his power, having his hand on our life, because he said, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done, not as I would have it done, but God, as you would have it done. Praise God. He goes and he finds his disciples who very often disappointed him with their lack of faithfulness and finding them asleep and asking them can't you even pray with me for one hour. Please don't get upset when you feel alone. You're not the only one that's ever felt completely alone. Jesus Christ in the hardest moment of his life before the physical pain came to him was completely alone because his disciples would not even be faithful enough to pray. He is completely and totally alone all of eternity prior to his life to the point of creation and all of eternity Eternity to the coming of the Lord of the end is weighing on him, and he is completely alone. And he goes and he tells his disciples, please pray. Don't sit there and sleep. Please pray. And then a change takes place because when he goes back, he says, Father, if it's not possible that this cup pass from me except I drink it, thy will be done. I wonder if Jesus getting out of that time in prayer and going back and seeing his disciples who just couldn't seem to grasp what was going on and couldn't seem to understand what was going on, the full gravity of what was happening. Him going and seeing them somehow flipped something in his mind and he was able to go back and now not pray, God, take this from me, but say, God, if the only way this can end is if I drink it and go through with it, and let's do it. I want to tell somebody in here tonight that the reason why Jesus was able to say, God, let's do this, is because of you and me. And he knew what he was going to be doing for us. Hallelujah. I want to ask you today if you understand what happens when God's will is done. When what God wants takes place in your life, not what you want, not what you think, not what you feel. You need to draw a distinction here. In the vicissitudes of your flesh, you don't want what God wants. That's the reason why the world is the way that it is, because the world doesn't want what God wants. The world doesn't see things the way God sees things. We are living in an insane hour. I am continually just flabbergasted, if I can use that cool of a word, at what is going on in my country. I can't imagine. I can't believe what I am seeing happening around. Me, We are so insane because of sin. There is a, a madness and an insanity that takes over people because of sinfulness. And we are so far from God. It is astonishing that we can even be functioning how we are functioning. It is only by the mercy of God that we are even where we are at. Praise God. Pardon me, I don't mean to sound angry, but I am passionate about this. I cannot believe that I was born in the hour that I was born in. But thank God, He said yes! And He went to the cross, and now I can stand and tell Him yes! I'm talking about what happens when God's will is done in a person's life. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. We look at the life of Jesus Christ as an example for us to follow. We look at how he talked, how he walked, and what he did. I remember it, and it's not the first time it happened, but when I was a kid, when I was a young teenager and a kid around that age, the whole WWJD thing became so popular. What would Jesus do? And there was a, a preacher that wrote a book, and, and it became a movie, I guess. And all the Christian bookstores started selling bracelets, WWJD. They had gum They had WWJ. WWJD, a breath mint, WWJD, all this stuff. What would Jesus do? Let me tell you what Jesus would do. Jesus would do exactly what God wanted him to do, not what he wanted to do. You want to know? get down to brass tacks with what Jesus would do? That's the example of his life. He is a man that completely obeyed what God wanted him to do. That's not so cute anymore, is it? That's not so nice anymore when we start realizing that a Christian life where God has his way is, means that it's not what we want. It's not what we want. I am astonished at people that are constantly saying that somehow it's amazing what God wants is always what they want. What God thinks is always what they think. You better be careful if you find yourself in a position where what God wants for you is always identical to what you want. Because you're probably not serving God. You're probably serving you. You're probably serving the idol that you see in the mirror. Praise God. Praise God. I've been so blessed to be in this church my entire life. I got the Holy Ghost when I was 10 years old. I was baptized when I was 6. I've been around this my entire life. And I still have to come to an altar and say, God, get me out of the way. I am not doing as good as I could be doing. I need you. I need you to change my thinking. I need you to move me to where you need me to be, God. I need you talking to you today about what happens. I can't guarantee anything that will happen in your life if you have your way. If you do what you want to do, if everything's always about what you want and what you think and what you desire, if everything is always about having things your way, you want to have power, you want to have the influence, you want to have the say-so, I can't guarantee anything for you if that's going to be your attitude. And that happens to us, folks. I'm telling you today, I want to talk to you about some things that happen when God's will is done. Number one, the Bible actually tells us 2 Peter 3 and 9, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God's will is for everybody to be saved. You want to know what's going to happen in your life. If you will submit yourself to God's will, God will save you. God will bring about a work of repentance in your life that will turn you away from the ungodliness and the evil of this world if you will let God have his will in your life. Praise God. God does not want people to perish. God does not want people to be lost. The idea that God just picks and chooses at random who does what (coughs) runs in a stark contrast to this verse, God does not want anybody to be lost. If you're listening to me, I'm here to tell you, God doesn't want you to be lost. If you hear my voice today, I'm telling you God does not want you to go to hell when you die. God does not want you to suffer the wrath and the punishment of your own sin. God does not want that for you. If you feel like your situation is hopeless, you have to understand, you're feeling what you feel. You're not feeling what God feels because God wants people to be saved. If you're going to do what you want, if you're going to follow after your own will, you can't be guaranteed salvation because chances are you aren't going to want that. You say, preacher, that's crazy. Who would want to be lost? Look around. Look around. So many people just going whatever way they want to, and they're not doing what God wants to do. I'm so sick and tired of this lie from hell that assails us and that comes to us and says this lifestyle is too restrictive. God asks too much of you. You get, never get to have any fun. you never get to have any fun you never get to do anything I'm going to tell you something here tonight I get to be saved I get to have fun I get to have the joy of the Lord I get the blessing of his presence I get the glory of his people I get the blessing of living a righteous and holy lifestyle honey I'm not losing anything I'm gaining everything Oh, hallelujah. God does not want anyone to be lost. Somebody might say, Brother Swin, I'm saved. Why are you preaching this? Uh, uh, yeah, you're saved. You start following your own will, you ain't going to stay saved. You start doing your own thing. You let yourself get lax and cold. You let yourself lose your passion. You don't, you're not going to stay where you are. Praise God. I, man, I tell you what, there's been some times in my life when if it wasn't for the mercy of God, I no idea where I would be. I have no idea where I would be. Praise God. Number two, if God's will is done in your life, God will bring healing and restoration to your life that the world cannot. 1 Peter 2.24 says, Who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. Too many people arguing about what that means. Is that physical healing? Is that spiritual healing? Is it emotional healing? Honey, God doesn't parse things the same way we do. He provides an entire package. When Jesus died on the cross, understand something. I am not trying to get healing now. My healing was already taken care of. There needs to be a switch in some of your minds. I'm not seeking God to have to him do something. He already did it. I am trying to get in alignment with his will so his power can touch me. Praise God hallelujah i don't know what you're going through today but if you have been hurt abused and wounded by other people it's God's will to heal that in your life if you have anger issues if you have struck you have struggle with power if, if you have, have have bad attitudes towards people it's God's will to heal that and change that perspective out of you if you have spiritual wounds that are so deep in you that you don't even know what they are you don't understand why you feel how you feel god is going to heal that in you. If His will is done, if His will is done, not if your will is done, but if His will is done, that thing will be changed in your life. And as far as physical healing, let me say this to you. God is either going to heal your body, or He's going to bring you through it, and you're going to be higher than you were when you went into it. There is no defeat in Him. What He did at Calvary will bring about healing one way or another. That is if you'll let God do what He wants to do in your life. I am going to tell you something right now. Unforgiveness stops God's healing. Unforgiveness, a bitter attitude, will stop God from healing you. Why? Because forgiveness is His will. You won't do it His way. You're blocking God's will from working in your life. Anger and hatred will block God from healing you. Doubt and unbelief will block God from healing you. Having a grumbling, whining, griping, complaining spirit will block. You know why? Because the Bible says in everything, give thanks. Rejoice always. And again, I say, rejoice. Come on, somebody. You got to understand something today. If your will is done, you ain't going to be healed. But if his will is done... Which means I gotta change what I'm doing. I I gotta start doing what he's doing. If you got anger and bitterness inside of you, that is sinful. That is wrong. That blocks God's forgiveness in your life. That blocks God from healing you. You need to let go of that and let God take care of it. I, I know it got a little bit quiet, but that's okay. That's okay. You will stay sick. You'll stay hurt. You'll stay bruised until you decide to do it God's way. I'm not trying to be mean, unsympathetic, or rude. I love every one of you in the Holy Ghost. I'm just telling you that if you do it God's way, if God's will, if God's will is done, praise God. Number three, if God's will is done in your life, then there is nothing in this life that will destroy you. Absolutely, positively, nothing that will destroy you. 1 Corinthians 10 and 13, There hath no temptation taken you but such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not suffer you. Suffer is an old English word. We think of suffering as in pain. Most of the time in the New Testament, the word suffer means allow or permit. God will not suffer. It means God will not allow God will not allow you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape that ye may be able to bear it. There is nothing. The Bible actually says, I want you to think about this here. If God's will is done. God says here through his man and his word that I will not let anything overtake you. If you're in God's will. See, if you're not in God's will, you don't have that promise. talking about what happens when God's will is done in your life. God said, I'm not, I'm, uh, I, you know, you've got a world that, that, that doesn't care about you. You've got a devil that hates you, that wants you to die. You've got all these things against you, but you're walking with me. I'm not going to let anything destroy you. See, you don't have that promise if you're not, you're not following God. I want to ask you today, you want God's will in your life? You want God's will in your life? God says, "I'm number one, I'm not going to let anything come on you that I'm not going to make a way for you to escape. I'm not going to let anything happen to you that is going to so completely destroy you that I can't heal you and bring you out of it. I'm not going to let anything happen to you that is going to wipe you out. I'm talking about what happens when God's will is done in your life. You start to feel like maybe you need to start asking God for His will. You feel like maybe you need to start praying on a regular basis. God, not my will will be done. God, I can't handle what's in this world. I'm a wimp. I am weak. I can't handle anything that is in this world. I pale in comparison to what some people have gone through. But I've made it thus far because God hasn't let something destroy me. And he's given me a way of escape. Praise God. Praise God. I'm talking to you about what happens. Brother Swint, you don't know what's happened to me. I know I don't. I have met some people. I met a man just recently that survived. The Khmer Rouge in Cambodia was a little boy, survived the genocide, the massacre over there. And to hear him tell his story about what happened, I can't even fathom, I can't imagine something like that. But you know what? He's still here, and he's still trying to do something in his own way for God. Can I tell somebody here something that no matter what happens to you, if you're going to do things your way and you're not going to follow God, it would be anything knock you over. You see great people in the world that get their lives destroyed by small things. You know why? Because it don't take much in this world if the devil comes after you and this world comes after you. It don't take much to knock you down. It don't take much to rub you out. You're just a man and you're just a woman. But if you're in the will of God, if you're in the will of God, I've seen some saints of God, I've seen some preachers of, preachers of this word that have gone through such awful, terrible things. I would not wish them on my worst enemy. But God says, I'm not going I'm, I'm to let that happen. I'm not going to let life destroy you. I'm not going to let circumstances break you out. I, you might be pushed to the limit. You might wonder if you want to keep living for me. But I'm going to make a way out for you so you can keep going. I don't know if some of us are grasping this today. Do you realize that when you walk in the will of God, you're basically invincible? Praise God. Number four, if God's will is done in your life. He'll give you a clean life. I don't care how Hollywood, how celebrities, how politicians, how the entertainment industry, how academia tries to portray the joys of sinfulness. I don't care how everybody tries to act as though live and let live. If it feels good, do it. Life is good. Enjoy yourself. I don't care world can lie about that all they want to. The Bible says that evil shall destroy the wicked. The natural consequences of sin will come back around and bite you. The natural consequences of the evil things that we do put people in the bottom of a whiskey bottle. They put people in a, in, in a drug house. They put people in all kinds of circumstance. They put them in prison. They put them in divorce. They put them in broken relationships. That's what sin does to people. But if God's will is done in your life. If God's will is done in your life. 1 Thessalonians 4 and beginning at 3 says, For this is the will of God, even your sanctification you should abstain from fornication, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. This is the will of God, your sanctification. I want you to think about that. We take for granted what we have. There are so many things that some of you in here have escaped that you have not had to suffer because God's will was done in your life. And the slings and the arrows of sin did not get you. Praise God. You need to make up your mind today. I don't care if you've been in church your whole life. You stop walking in God's will. You're going to end up in an unsanctified life. You're going to end up in a world of sin. But if God's will is done in your life, if God's will... He's done in your life. It's always funny to me when I think about it. When Pastor gets up here, I'm talking about him because he ain't here. <laughs> Pastor gets up here and he starts talking about these great testimonies about how God delivered Brother Adam and God moved in Brother Pavla's life and Brother Gomez and Brother Amy, Brother Aber. Oh, he talks about how God did all these things, and and he never mentions mentions me because the worst thing I've done is I'm from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's God's country. I just I'm I'm, I'm playing along. It's oh, it's a it's a, you, you and me, bro. It's, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Do you know what though? I don't have any sexually transmitted diseases. I don't have any babies out of wedlock. I don't have an arrest record. I've never stolen anything. I don't think I have. When my parents told me to stop playing with matches and they were gone and I would light one, I'd start feeling guilty and I'd blow it out and I'd go crying and tell my mom what I did. I'm a pyro, okay? Um, Y'all just don't see it. All the things, all the blessings. That I have received because I had parents That walked in the will of God and raised me In the will of God Here's my testimony I was raised in church And by the grace of God I never got out (laughs) Praise God I'm asking you today and if you think I'm trying to say I'm better than any of you I'm not I'm really not if you think that you ain't been listening the only reason I have what I have is because somehow or another God's will has been done in my life because if I did what I wanted to do I would not be here I can't imagine what would happen in my life if somehow or another I hadn't stayed in the will of God my only hope is the fact the Bible actually tells the story when the Philistines stole the Ark of the Covenant and God kept cursing them with sicknesses. The Bible says that they, they, uh, they got a cart with, with new kind on them, just, uh, just not much more than calves, just cows that weren't very old, and they just put the Ark on the, uh, on, the, uh, on the cart and just let it go. And magically, the presence of God, not magically, but supernaturally, the presence of God was able to lead those, those, those heifers to uh, to Israel. That's the only thing that gives me hope. <laughs> so, I'm sorry some of y'all didn't get that. <laughs> but cows are the dumbest animals. If God can lead them, he can lead me. Praise God. The Bible very briefly at least in two places makes a statement. It's one of the most frightening statements in the Bible. You listen to me. I've been joking, but now I'm being serious. It's one of the most frightening statements in the Bible, and it's one of the easiest to pass over. The Bible says there was no king in Israel, and every man did that which was right in his own eyes. You read the book of Judges sometime. The Bible doesn't say that the people were trying to be wicked and evil. It says they just did what was right in their own eyes. And walking that way led them to idolatry. It led them to bloodshed and murder. It led them to war. It led them to all kinds of of, of lasciviousness and uncleanness and all kinds of stuff that is just, just pure debauchery. These people that were brought out of Israel, when they started just doing what was right in their own eyes, that's where they ended up. See, if God's will had been done in their life, that wouldn't have happened. First John 2 and 17 says, The world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God, he that doeth the will of God, abideth forever. You want to live forever? I really think some of you in here need to examine yourselves and ask yourselves this question. Do you want to live Forever, Because if you don't do God's will, you're not going to live forever. If you have an attitude that says, but brother, I want this. If you think that God can't give you something better than what you want, I don't know what God you're looking at. If you don't think that God can't bless you more than this world, that God can't lead you better, that God can't bring you into a better place than what this world is. I don't know what God you're thinking of. You're not thinking of the God of the Bible. If God's will is done in your life. Somewhere around 2,000 years ago, because a man named Jesus Christ decided to say, not my will, but thine be done. It brought about a salvation that can literally save the entire world. So I want to ask you today, I'm closing. If you will please stand and the musicians would please come. I'm not asking you if you have a good life or a bad life. I'm not asking you if you have what you want or you don't. I'm asking you today is God's will being done in your life? Is God's will being done in your life? I want to tell you today if you have not Repented of your sins, it is God's will that you would confess your sin to Him and turn away from it. If you have not been baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ, you have not done what God wants you to do, but you can do that. We can provide that for you, that you would repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. If you have never received the gift of the Holy Ghost with the power of God coming upon you and you speaking in another language, that is what God Wants for your life. I want to ask you today. I'm not going to be emotional anymore. If you want the will of God. In your life. If you're serious. That I want what God. Wants for me. I want you to come up here. And I want you to give yourself to God in prayer. And I want you to let these ministers pray with you. If you will make a decision. If God never wants me to get married again, I'll stay single the rest of my life. If God wants me to change what I'm doing, I'll change what I'm doing. If God wants me to forgive my wife, I, 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 oh, oh God, oh, I feel the whole side. It, If God wants me to forgive my wife or forgive my husband, I'll do it. If God wants me to forgive that man or that woman that abused me, I'll do it. If God wants me to start paying tithe and giving an offering, I'll do it. If God wants me to get involved, oh, somebody, you need to hear me. If God's will is done in your life. Oh, come on. If you ministers, please, if you would come pray. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, somebody. I want God's will in my life. I want God's will in my life. The Bible says that His commandments are not grievous. It is a lie from the devil to tell you that God is going to take too much from you. That is a lie. It is a lie that God is going to ask too much from you. The Bible says what He wants is not grievous.
1: thousand
4: times
2: I've failed. Still your mercy remains. Should I stumble again? I'm caught in your grace. Everlasting. Your light will shine when
1: Boa, boa, boa.
0: Reach over and pray for somebody right now. Reach over and pray for somebody. Men, reach over and pray for another man. Husbands, reach over and pray for your wife. Wives, pray for your husband and your children. Come on, reach over and pray with somebody right now. Not my will be done, but thine. This is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you abstain from fornication, that you allow God to give you that wisdom and knowledge how to live in this world. His will is here right now. You just got to be submissive to it. Come on, come on. Pray with somebody right now. Come on, talk to God. Come on, talk. Come on, young people. Let the will of God come into your life. Let his will reign. Let him have preeminence in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's liberty here tonight. When you submit to the will of God, you have liberty. He gives you the strength and the power to overcome. He gives you the ability to walk in this world. Free from sin. Come on, come on, come for God! Come on, there's people seeking God. Come on, there's people seeking the will of God. Come on, now's the time to surrender. Now's the time to surrender your will to the will of God. Come on, cry! Out.
2: Consume me
0: to teach. Come on, as they sing, lift your hands. Come on, surrender your will to the will of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God's answering prayers right now. God's building somebody's faith right now. When you surrender his will, when you surrender to his will, Give you victory over this world. God wants to give you victory before you leave here today. Come on, worship him with all your heart. Hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah.
0: the Lord a hand clap of praise. God's doing a wonderful work in this place right now.